Good evening, Patriots, and it is Saturday, May 21st in the year 2022. It's actually been a fairly calm day today, other than the rise of monkeypox, which is, of course, their new false flag, and you can be guaranteed that's going to get a little crazy. We're going to talk about that and a whole bunch of other stuff. Before we begin, let's make sure you're getting a good night's sleep, and there's no better place to get products for a good night's sleep than MyPillow.com. And right now, there's an amazing sale going on, which is the buy one, get one offer, which is a what they call BOGO. Mike likes to call it the BOGO offer. It's an awesome place to get some of the best products out there. The MyPillows are unprecedented, and the Giza sheets are unbelievable. And there's also an amazing sale right now going on on MySlippers to save $90 on a pair of MySlippers. So let's get Eric, hear a message from Mike Lindell. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and as you know, my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. That's why I created my new Giza Dreams bed sheets. I started by using the world's best cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. I guarantee you they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. I do not like my sheets. I love Mikey's a dream sheet. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you can buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or you can get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com. Use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. And I love my Giza sheets too. I can't imagine sleeping without them along with my my pillow and my my comforter and my my slippers and my my pillowcases. They're all awesome. So check them out over at mypillow.com. Amazing sales going on using your promo code BARDS, B A R D S. And if you want to speak to a real person when you get over there, you can call 800 975 2939. 800 975 2939. And you can speak to a Patriot Pillow Counselor. Use your promo code BARDS and they'll get you hooked up. So again, mypillow.com forward slash BARDS is the BARDS Nation landing page. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, for the great savings. And right now, as you use your promo code, you'll get a copy of Mike Lindell's book absolutely free. All right, Patriots, we got some crazy stuff going on as normal. As you know, the monkeypox bioterrorism false flag has initiated and it's going on all over the world suddenly it's amazing how that happened and no one can quite figure out why it happened all at once at the same time without any sort of warning well we've got some theories on that tonight too which are not surprising by the way but the whole idea naturally is it's right on the eve of the who meeting to take away national sovereignty and that's coming up tomorrow so you shouldn't be surprised there so let's start with a little bit on the who vote and i think this perspective is probably as good as any i've come across listen to this one minute they're not going to do the vote for the treaty on the 23rd through the 28th for one regardless of what they say they know that they cannot override a country's constitution in the case of the United States, the Senate has to vote for this. Good luck if you're a senator 
voting for this. But what they're going to do is they're not going to do this there. They're going to wait, give it some time. And then around the end of the year, they're going to redraft it in a way that is behind the scenes, behind closed doors, that continuously weaponizes our food supply and continuously weaponizes the climate change narrative and try to use that to implement different lockdowns. But if we continue to inform each other and stay prepared and stay awake, we can win and stay ahead of it. People's party will begin. It is so important right now that people stay focused on the real issues and stay together. And it's hard. And I'm, I'm not kidding about that. And we're going to really kind of dig into that scripturally here in a little bit, but I want to give you a little continue to shape this in, of this picture of what's going on with our food supply. And this is the big looming thing that's happening right now. They are moving rapidly to seize total control over the food supply and they're doing it in all the outside layers where people aren't paying attention. The baby formula is a good one. We suddenly had a baby formula shortage, apparently due to a shutdown of an FDA investigation of one of the baby formula labs. And then suddenly There's this lurch to apparently respond to the outcry of the people, which we should be suspect of anyway, because this administration doesn't listen to anybody nor care about anything about anybody. And lo and behold, we discover what's really going on. Take a listen. Always give us the breadcrumbs that lead to all the answers. Now, you saw me on the TikTok where I talked about they're going to be importing baby formula. But I was really curious what company was going to be doing this. Well, we got the answer. It's coming from Dan Juan. And between January and May, they tripled their imports into North America. And three days before Biden announced to us how he was going to save the babies, 42,000 cans of their formula was being delivered to the port of Philadelphia. But let's go back a little bit. Remember mid-2020? We were all still concerned about COVID. Well, guess what this company was doing? Spending $100 million to expand their operations through a research lab in China and a dairy farm in China. And that research center, the one they open in Shanghai, yeah, it's focusing on formula. And in case you're asking, yeah, they're a member of the WEF. And they proudly boast on their website how they're number one in plant-based. At this point, if I had a mic, I'd drop it. I'm just going to do my glasses. So pay attention to what's going on here. They're moving food production on critical aspects right now. And they're going through these middlemen brokers, essentially. Everything is looping back to China because China is the one that's moving the force behind the WEF move. And so, again, it's the increase and consolidation of Chinese manufacturing and Chinese production as they strip it away from us. And there's really what they're counting on is the dependency that we have on the corporate environment. I've I've talked about this for two years. And... We are at a critical point now that if people have not prepared and are not being prepared, and I will be honest, no one is prepared enough, but you have to be prepared as much as you can be to adapt because the whole trick of this is going to be to be able to endure and break away from the corporate dependency. They think they've got everybody looped in the corporate model. And if you can't live without the corporate dependency, you're either going to succumb to them or die. It's that simple. We've got to get some very real issues here. And this is where they have really been going about things. Now, you know, this last week they put up this garbage about aliens, right? And this is a really good piece here on 
those that are all excited about aliens and the reality. Do people just not care that aliens are real or am I missing something? Yeah, no. Most people are worried about making ends meet for the month because the economy is the lowest it's been in a hot minute, all while the government uses the puppets in the media to point us against each other in the Great Oppression Wars, while also convincing large chunk of people utilizing fear that they should be codependent on the government because they've got their backs as we lose our rights one by one because it makes much more sense to be comfortable with conditional inclusion and group thinking than to just take our consequences for our moral decisions as individuals. Yeah, no one cares about floating shit in the sky, man. Just let it happen. <laughs> I, I think that kind of sums it up right there. We really don't care. And you shouldn't because I am telling you, they are ramping up for Project Bluebeam or some version of it. And it's going to be some like, and it's going to, my guess is it has everything to do with Elon Musk's million satellites up there. They have been testing this hologram bluebeam technology now this last couple of years, and they've been perfecting it on crowds, and crowds have been dazzled and been awed by it. And the way it's, it's supposed to work is that they can embed real aircraft within these holograms so that they can, real aircraft would actually drop bombs or whatever they're going to do and blow things up, and then people are going to be doubly panicked. But I've got some theories on how far they're going to go with this. And it'll tie back to monkeypox here in just a minute. We'll come back to that. But I think that another good perspective to kind of get a reality on where we are comes right from a short clip from Family Guy. This kind of sums it up as well. Me boys can't get periods. Brian, it's 2022. There's no such thing as a boy anymore or a girl. Just a vast sea of chubby theys and them, so coddled by their sanctimonious woke parents who think activism is virtue signaling on Instagram. If Martin Luther King could come back and see what they were doing in his name, he'd never stop throwing up. <laughs> no, he wouldn't, and he's probably like rolling triple times in his grave right now. He's like, I, I, I got assassinated for this? Oh my goodness gracious. It is worth noting that Sometime back, on January 13th, in fact, Kanye West posted what looked like a skinned monkey on one of his sites. I don't I think it was probably it was probably Instagram or something. And his friends and family were trying to shut him down at that time. It's, it's interesting to note where we are today with monkeypox. It's here, and it's all over. And, of course, they ran, the, they ran a scenario. It's now been found that they did run an exercise about an outbreak of monkeypox. And in this scenario, they actually said that there was a probability that it could kick off around March 14th in 2022. Surprise, surprise. And here we are. All right, so let's talk a little bit about monkeypox. Here's the thing to understand about man-made viruses or whatever they are, these pathogens that they create. They don't transmit well by air. In fact, they don't have much life at all by air. And this has been demonstrated over and over that the ability to aerosolize and pass things in the air has to be very focused and very concentrated. Otherwise, it, it doesn't, doesn't continue to propagate well. So there are a couple, there is one assured way to get these man-made viruses to transmit and that's to get it in the blood. So that would mean that you have to do something to get it in the blood. You could do it by an injection. 
and that should be pretty clear that it's by an injection. Now, this is an important point because when we look at the new Pfizer uh, approval, and it, this is this was in the Gateway Pundit today, the FDA approves the new intravenous monkeypox drug treatment from Pfizer-linked SIGA technology. So SIGA, S-I-G-A, Technologies is the one that has developed this, and it's a Pfizer-linked company, Pfizer-owned. But here's what's important about this, is that SIGA, which is a, I'm going to read from the article here, and it's important to grasp all this, is a U.S.-based commercial stage pharmaceutical company focusing on countermeasures for biological, chemical, radiological, and nuclear attacks, biodefense market, vaccines and therapies for emerging infectious diseases and health preparedness. Now, this is important because if you have been paying attention to this whole process of where the authority is, remember, we go back to the original fast-tracking of the, of the death shot. It was co-owned and produced by the Department of Defense. And, that's, and then if you've been watching the advertisements for the Army in recruitment, you'll see that one of the features they have besides all the woke garbage of that's going on in their visuals of the ad, one of their lead areas of focus in their promotions for recruitment has been bio threat. I'm kind of framing this because I want everybody to start realizing how deep this insurgency is in our country. Because that takes up recruitment command, that takes up national command, that takes up emergency response commands. So it's it's pretty deep. But here's the trick on this latest drug. Their drug, which is SIGA's drug, which is called T-Pox, excuse me, T-Pox, T-P-O-X-X, has been available for use to treat smallpox for several years, but it was only available in a pill form. So why not just roll it out in a pill form? Because they already have it and it's already approved. The new version of T-Pox will be delivered directly into the bloodstream via injection and is a, reportedly works for treating monkeypox. So why did they have to convert it over to the bloodstream? And that is the, all has to do with what these are actually about. These drugs are genetic therapies. And they're affecting the cells and they're using this advanced mRNA garbage. Now, here's why I say this. Where did this monkeypox apparently break out? And it happened at the Pride Festival in Gran Canaria, which was attended by by 80,000 people and is linked to the Spanish monkeypox outbreak as well as two cases in Italy while European total reaches 100. Almost all cases right now are breaking out in the gay, male, and bisexual male population. So just a forewarning, because I'm going to get a little bit graphic here. If this bothers you, plug your ears for the next 60 seconds. The only way you can get a man-made virus to transmit is in the blood. You do that through a needle, 
or you do that through people that have practices that put things in the blood. One is intravenous drug users and the other are males having sex with other males because there's transmission of blood fluids. That's why these classes of people are becoming the center of gravity once again, just like with HIV. Just like AIDS. And since Fochi was developed, was part of AIDS development, HIV, it's no surprise that we're seeing the same replication again. Now we take this into scripture and we start to realize yet another reason besides just the sinful nature of it all, another reason God forbids gay sex. Because there is an open vulnerability there that exposes his children to an open vulnerability besides just the hedonist behavior to infection. Isn't that something? It shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody, frankly. But this whole thing, my guess in looking at this, this is probably the other question they're having is why did it suddenly break out? So naturally you're going to have to start all these discussions going on right now about looking at, looking for the patient zero You've got the discussions going on about the Philadelphia monkeys that went wild. That was a setup, in my opinion, a complete garbage, by the way. They just did that so they have something to point back to. Here's what is most likely happening, and this goes to research done by Dr. Carrie Midday, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. This goes to research done by Dr. Lee Merritt. This goes to research done even by Mike Adams. And here it is. These injections have in them mRNA that we know of, graphene oxide that we know of, nanotech, which is the nano the nano uh, the nanohydrogel or the nanolipid hydrogel, whatever you want to call it. All of that's there. And it appears that they also have dormant virus strains in them. What we believe can happen is that through a 5G pulse, they can trigger the, the dormant virus and using through the nanotech the, and the graphene oxide, since it is all of that now is part of everybody's cells, cells, since this is a genetic therapy and the mRNA doesn't stay as mRNA, it mutates into the DNA. The cells then will be, will be instructed to mimic and can be instructed to mimic or even replicate Either, either mimic the virus or replicate the variants of the virus, the, the uh, dormant stage of the virus. And so what you're seeing here has already been primed, likely already been primed by those that took the shot. The one thing that's interesting is that of all the communities, the pride community, the rainbow community, are highly vaxxed. And this stuns me, actually, because if you go back to the origins of HIV, and if you remember that period, the gay community was openly accusing the government of initiating and creating HIV. They were anti-vax, anti-Big Pharma, and they were accusing the military openly that they had created HIV to exterminate a class of people. Most in the public pass that off as conspiracy, as conspiracy or conspiratorial. 
But here's what's interesting is that community today, to a large degree, is pro-Big Pharma and pro-Vax. What happened? And here again is something, the, 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 the magic of what these, quote-unquote magic of what these elites do. That class of people that had knowledge and were holding a firm stance that the government was creating HIV, they all died of HIV, most of them, because there was no, nothing to stop it. There was a mass of deaths early on in HIV, and that was most of what we would call the wisdom class, if you will, the knowledge class of the origins of that. Today's group is a product of today's education, today's propaganda, and they see nothing wrong. In fact, they, they're, they're some of the most willful idiots of them all supporting and demanding that everybody get injected. Now think about, take that as a snapshot and think about what they're doing to our elderly by wiping out the wisdom class and the effect that that has across society. Because when you lose a wisdom class and people become dependent upon the government for its knowledge, you arrive at a point of societal stupidity. And we're pretty close to a certain degree. Granted, people are waking up but we're seeing kind of a repeat of this again. So it's really something to be aware of in, in how they're going to initiate this. My guess is that since they ordered 13 million doses of the next injection, besides the fact it's running profits up, they probably anticipate using about 10 million of those doses. And again, my guess is those 10 million people, this is just based on what I'm seeing, those 10 million that they are injecting or will inject or are being primed for the next pandemic. So they're just, every time they're pushing to the next one and then they use the next one, they trigger that group again, likely by a 5G pulse or something, a frequency pulse of some fashion. And if you gather together 80,000 people in Grand Canaria for a pride festival, you are guaranteed to find a core of people out there that can be initiated with a pulse that have enough of the injections in them that they will become sick. That's my theory because this is this is a false flag, complete false flag, and it, sh- and it needs to be seen that way regardless. They could tell me all day long, and I'll never believe it because Bill Gates has been running his mouth and fanning the flames of it. You've got the World Economic Forum fanning the flames of it. And right on the cusp of the WEF take away everybody's sovereignty meeting, they have an outbreak of a, quote, pandemic once again. Now, here's the deal about that. I don't think they'll vote on taking away sovereignty this week because it has too many people in alarm. But that's part of the false flag. They're getting everybody to go, no, 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 don't do this. At the same time, they break out a pandemic. They're going to likely call for mandatory injections, a few other things like that. Because this time they... The vaccine is already approved. It's not an emergency use authorization. At the same time, they're taking away food, taking that control away. So they need a distraction. So they want to keep people away from looking at the food issue. And so they've got people looking at sovereignty and now looking at monkeypox and not looking at the food. So they'll not vote on sovereignty, but then they'll be able to, over this next year, have all these discussions about how once again the world has failed to rise up and do the right thing as hundreds of people have been contaminated with monkeypox. And they'll keep pushing on. This is how they play. And the only real fight through all of this is 
to keep everybody constantly awake and aware. It's it's important to understand that while it is not in, getting embedded and frustrated by the news is stupid because you know the game, but ignoring the news so, to not be able to talk to other people and keep them informed is, and to me, is not being active in the digital fight or in this informational fight. You still have to frame the problem so people understand what's going on. So there's this balance of keeping informed, but at the same time, not letting it obsess you, which is rather important because news can have a ten- tendency to overwhelm you. As another um, side note, there's a really interesting piece. I'm going to experiment on this myself. There's a TikTok video that came up today, and I believe I put it into the Bards FM family room telegram. Um, the now vitamins NAOW are put out, are offered by Amazon. And this particular video shows that the, a guy taking the now Omega supplements, which is f- supposed to be fish oil, and he cuts them open and takes the oil out of them and pours it onto styrofoam. In five minutes, sitting on styrofoam, it burns a hole through two inches of styrofoam. So I'm pointing this out. All of these products are made in China. And there is this overabundance or overenthusiasm to add more supplements into your life. Be careful what you're taking and the sources of where you're taking it. Really important. These, this craziness isn't stopping in small, <laughs> in small places. They're just going on and on. So in other news, the world's largest vertical strawberry farm has opened in Jersey City. As should be no surprise, it's a Chinese guy that's on the photo of that one. Look, they are moving at high speed to take full control of the food supply. And as they do it, what they are doing is they are building these vertical agriculture facilities all over the country. This is a 74,000-square-foot facility, and it's in the old Anheuser-Busch factory in Jersey City. This is how they're, how they're working right now. This is a, a way of mainstreaming food that's completely genetically controlled. Remember, vertical agriculture relies on two principal types of, and I'm mistaken, it's a Japanese company that owns it. I said Chinese. It's a Japanese company that owns it. Vertical agriculture relies on two things. CRISPR technology, which is taking genes out and GMO, which is adding genes in, basically. Genetically modified versus CRISPR, which is taking genes out. They are centered on that concept. And so this is a way that they're mainstreaming this sort of control of food. They have been quietly building these facilities all over the nation. They're building them in the urban centers. They're waging war on the people through yet another round of injections. They're paying farmers not, or really threatening and blackmailing farmers not to produce. 
and they're expecting everybody to be dependent on their supermarket for their food. I'm sure there's new waves of fight coming in to try to restrict people from growing food, try to restrict your water and all this stuff. The bottom line is all of this is going to come down to county by county. It's what I've been saying now for two years. The entire architecture of our world is corporate. The architecture of our nation is corporate. The true idea of a sovereign nation long ago died and probably officially died during the Depression when the United States officially declared bankruptcy and basically gave everything over to its creditors. So now we're fighting back officially, even though we should have been fighting back for 80, 90 years. We're now in this meat of this fight, and it's going to be a rough ride because so much of this is owned and controlled by BlackRock and Blackstone. BlackRock, don't forget, and I'm they're everywhere. BlackRock is, that's Larry Finch, and they are controlling more assets than most nations. So they are a manipulator working hand-in-hand together with the other elements. And keep in mind that like when we talk about production being moved to China, it's not the Chinese people, it's the CCP, because the CCP is an element of the World Economic Forum. And what they have going for them is the brutality of suppressing a nation. Now, the good news is that China is having daily more and more uprisings, but they're a long ways from, at least at this point, they're a ways from seeing the nation topple. The other thing to keep in mind is that China, Russia, and India, as I understand it now, are now trading with currencies backed by gold. The dollar is on its way down. That's not a, that's not a discussion point. It is, it's a little bit confusing. I'm going to go over this pretty much in depth on Monday because the dollar has been exceeding and growing in terms of other foreign currencies, but the currency that's trumping the dollar right now is the ruble. So I'm going to get into this pretty heavily Monday night. We're going to go over, and I'm going to also introduce a new sponsor of the show Monday night that I'm really happy to bring on. I've been telling you we're going to get a good precious metal company in here. For those of you that are interested, and I found one, and they're on board. I just had a meeting with them yesterday and um, a, a video conference with them yesterday, so I'm very excited. We're going to bring that on Monday night, and I'll introduce that, and then We'll talk, we're going to spend the show Monday night talking about kind of the current state of the economic world. And just a teaser on that up front, I'm not an economic advisor. I'm not a doctor and I don't wear a white coat on TV, just so you know. <laughs> don't want to get anybody confused on that. So mysteries, mysteries. You have to wait till Monday night. I'll let you know all about it Monday night. Teaser. So. It's coming. You're going to enjoy it. Good company and good topic Monday night because we're going to get into it and uh, really get into the whole discussion about the world as much as I can put it together for you, the the, uh, picture of what's going on economically, the dollar, the ruble, Ukraine, and this whole how it all just kind of ties together. So where does all this lead? Because we're, you know, we kind of touched on a lot of stuff tonight. We've got obviously... A lot of things unraveling around us. And this is really where I think we are at in a, in a very critical, critical way. 
we're in a we're in a window right now of distraction. And like I said just a bit ago, it's important to keep your eye on what's going on so that you can have informed discussions with people to help prioritize what's really there. But all of this chaos is intentional to wear people down. And we're in a very critical window, and I don't know where this leads other than the fact that I truly believe that we are in a very critical window of our relationship with God and Christ and how tight that relationship is. I don't know what that looks like, but I know that it's going to be a big difference. Just in my heart, I can feel it's going to be a huge difference between those that are retain, re- maintain that very deep relationship with Christ. And when I say that, I have to just put this out there. What I tend to, when I say that, what I tend to hear people say when I say that is, that's all I'm focused on right now. All right. Jesus walked this earth and confronted and, and came across many events during his time. The one thing that's amazing about Christ when you sit back and look at it is how adaptable he was to the variety of situations that arose. And he wasn't rigid. The one of the things that my biggest criticisms about mainstream Christianity in this nation is the rigidity in which it has, it has lost its ability to adapt to dynamic situations, particularly in a time of war, that it becomes very fixated, that if there's something that is that doesn't fit with the way somebody wants it to be in the scriptures, they just ignore it. And yet if we read Christ, that's not the way he walks. He encounters everything with a great openness and security with his relationship in, in Father and a very firm view of what his purpose is. But the world continues to be around him and doesn't affect him. But he's very cognizant and alert to where the world is. I'm just putting that in there because it's a challenge to everybody, including myself, not to get rigid. Because once we get rigid, anytime you're in warfare and you're in a war, you get rigid. You are literally going to get your legs knocked out from underneath you. And it will happen. And it will be something. And I'll just give you, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but or kind of a crazy example, but I just want to point this out. Like this whole thing, if they're going to, if they're going to do this hologram blue beam alien invasion, it's one thing to scoff at it. And then you hit it. And then all of a sudden you're, you're surrounded by people freaking out. Going immediately to a scriptural base can give you personal security, but at the same time, you have to deal with the situation before you. It's just like getting a missile fired over your head or an RPG fired over your head. You can buckle down right there and pray all you want, but at the same time, you've got an enemy before you that has to be dealt with. So my point is, it has to be a living relationship with Christ, in my opinion, and that living and active relationship with Christ allows us to work through our situation, just like you have to move through the threat, you have to literally move through the threat and defeat the threat to continue moving on. And that relationship moves with you in that dynamic relationship. Just some words from a little bit of experience in a kind of a bad place in the world. Jeremiah 8.8, 8, how can we say we are wise and the law of the Lord is with us? But behold, the lying pen of the scribes has made it into a lie. 
everything about our world right now is a lie. And that we should appreciate at this point in time. We have our relationship with God and that hopefully very tight relationship with Jesus. But this world is a lie. Everything that we've been taught, told, shaped, visual is a lie. I brought this up the other night, but there was a great piece on Fox News about the latest events of the Supreme Court. They break to a reporter who's supposed to be standing out in front of the Supreme Court, though somehow he's, the first catch should be like there's no fence. And it's like, how come there's no guard fence there? Well, it's a green screen. He's been green screened to look like he's in front of the Supreme Court. And this is happening everywhere. We're not really seeing real events much anywhere these days. And most everything that we're seeing has been shaped by digital media. Or worse yet, it's being deep faked on a lot of this. Most of what's coming out of Ukraine is a deep fake. It's intentional to try to shape your perception of realities. And that is like right now what they're doing with this monkey pox and they're doing with so many other things is to keep your attention away from some critical issues. One is the die-off that is happening. And the other, and that's from the injection, and the other is their attempt to steal up and control the food supply, which is their next big fight and control mechanism. They have full intention of creating as much panic as they can to seize control of people keep you off base. And that's, again, back to that dynamic relationship with Christ. A solid relationship that can roll with the punches and not be knocked off your foundation and rock of faith. Proverbs 12, 1, 2. Whoever loses discipline loves knowledge. Let me repeat, excuse me. Whoever loves discipline, boy, I said that wrong. Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but he who hates reproof is stupid. A good man will obtain favor from the Lord, but he will condemn a man who devises evil. Good words to live by. But here's the punch of it all, and I really think this is critical for us to take this in. And this is Luke 19, 41 to 44. And this is Christ speaking. And when he drew near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, Would that you, even you, had known on this day the things that make for peace. But now they are hidden from your eyes. For the days will come upon you when your enemies will set up a barricade around you and surround you and hem you in on every side and tear you down to the ground, you and your children within you. And they will not leave one stone upon another in you because you did not know the time of your visitation. Patriots, we don't know the time of our visitation. What we know is that we have an assignment on this earth. And that assignment is to constantly be working within the relationship with Jesus and Father and to be expanding the kingdom. Being cognizant and aware of what's going on in the world allows us to walk in a, in a pace and a timing to either get ahead of things or be able to cut things off or at least prevent them from spreading. Each one of us has a small effect on that, in a, which turns out to be a big effect in a strategic picture. But when we are consumed with ourselves and all of the fears and all these other things, and we are losing or we're sitting waiting, which is another one, to sit by and just wait for the return of Christ, 
we're not participant in this fight and this transformation of the world. We have an obligation to stay in that, what I would call it, the zone. And it's easier spoken than it is just, it's either easier said than actually executed, but it's a discipline. And it goes back to that discipline of needing a discipline every day in the way we walk and what we do. Because right now, it is extremely important that we stay in tune and focused with where God wants us to be. Things are changing very fast. And I, this is just on my heart to share tonight. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say, whoa, I've been shocked across the room tonight and God has told me to speak these words. I know that it's on my heart and I will say that because of that, I'm speaking them to you. And hopefully they're words that resonate and I do feel strongly that that's something God wants to be heard, but that's up to you to accept. But here's the deal. This world is changing faster than many of us could have foreseen. And whatever is coming is going to require that we become the power and the force of stability for many. That means in our neighborhoods, not just holding up and worrying about ourselves and definitely not being out there rebuking everybody with a hammer, though that's tempting at times. But this thing is going to unravel, and this is why so much I have truly believe is where God has led us to being prepared for a time when this thing starts to fall apart. I don't know when, I don't know if it's going to be a month, six months, a year, but that we can see by the pace of things that things are moving faster and they're getting crazier and you're seeing crazier things. And I think we're going to see crazier things than we imagined than we could imagine. This stuff that's in people, 60% of our population has taken an injection and it's unknown what it will do. We can anticipate that some of it is going to cause death at certain points or another. But at another point, it also has other effects. Keep in mind that all of this stuff that's in people is passing through the blood-brain barrier. And because of that, and going into the, into the blood-brain barrier, you're losing control of the people. So, Right now, it is critical that we stay that walk and balance that world between what we see and our relationship with God. That is, that's really in the middle of combat is where you are right now. And it's going to get a little crazier each day. There is not going to be an easy way through this. And it's going to be a time in our lives when we're going to witness a lot of challenges in my opinion and a lot of pain as it must be what has infected this world by a separation from God has left a lot of people vulnerable and unfortunately ill prepared and that's where we come in in many phases of that But that's where we are as a world, and we're seeing it. We're seeing the moral depravity, the bankruptcy of moral bankruptcy of this nation's. The we're seeing a lot of things that are challenging us, and unfortunately, the center. And it. And I will just tell you honestly, even my own relationships, I have a lot of good friends in 
special operations community, and I'm stunned at the number of them that have bought into this Ukraine garbage. It's not as it appears. It's not black and white. Nothing is. And yet, that's what has happened. It's, it's more people being victimized and being used in the tools of war that will leave scars for generations. Our prayers right now are critical, and our relationship to God is going to be foundational in a deep way. Let's pray. Father, we come to you tonight just very humbled and reflective on a lot of where the world is and the challenges that we face. And at times when we take a look at the world, it's an ability to want to do one of two things, become too consumed in the details and overwhelmed by what it offers, which is nothing short of anxiety and anger and possibly fear, or to try to rebuke it all and ignore it all. We pray tonight just for that ability to observe the world through that lens of security and fearlessness, to be able to see the world as it is, to understand not just the events, but but see the events as they're being used against us as the tools of war, and then to be able to counsel and provide wisdom for those that are wrapped up into the pace of things that has taken them, swept them away. Father, we pray deeply for that guidance as we encounter people to give us the words and all that is needed to help them awaken, to comfort their hearts, to break down the barriers, to let them hear, and to ultimately let them realize the power of walking with Jesus. Guide us in these times, Father. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, Patriots, it's a bit of a challenge ahead, as we'll be talking a lot about in the coming weeks. It's going to be a constant theme. The big ones right now, as always, make sure you are growing some food. Make sure you are building skills. And make sure you are prepping with food stocks and other things that you'll need. Hopefully, all of this passes and none of it is needed. But the likelihood of that happening seems to be less of likelihood of that not happening, of a major event happening, I guess you'd say. The likelihood of a major event not happening or of food supplies not being controlled doesn't seem very likely in what we have ahead of us. There is an unbelievable level of corruption in this world, and sadly, the hub of so much of it always comes back to here, the United States. I truly think that our prayers will be answered. I think that we are in a nation that will survive in one form or another. But none of us will survive the same. Everyone will be changed because as in war, you never leave war the same. What is Constant is that relationship with God and what hopefully grows deeper in a way that could never have happened in that uh, any other way is a deep and intimate relationship with Christ Jesus and our Father. And I and that's just something that we all seek and hopefully all find. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight.
God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in this time right now, it's more important than ever that we pray deeply for this nation and for those that are still wandering in the darkness. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. Walk fearlessly with Jesus. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tomorrow afternoon. We're having a special bended knee tomorrow at 111. Until then, or until the next time, God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. All this time we had to prove that we could stand here too. All the nights been pushing through, fight for all we had to lose. Reaching out for something to pull us up to the level ground. Oh, I can see it now. I can see it now.
my mind We run away sometimes When belonging becomes something to find We always come back to what we know Keep it close on the cold days, darling Counting all the ways Where you are a safe place to hide from the rain 